0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vortex, where lies and falsehoods are trapped and exposed. I'm Michael Voris. Just a quick reminder that our Church Militant 2021 calendars are now available for your purchase on our website. We've put a link to buy one in the description. Now, on election day 2016, my father, Russ, was all raring to go. He'd told me the night before that he wanted to be the first in line to vote against communist Hillary and her anti-God politics. My dad, God rest his soul, was a military veteran, a patriot, a stalwart, faithful Catholic who knew both his church and country were slipping away. Mission creep is what he was talking about. That's when an outfit, a country, a business, a church gets off course and starts creeping away little by little from its original mission by adopting other goals and so forth. Of course, every outfit has to adapt to new circumstances and correctly understand how they might or might not dictate a change in how the mission is carried out. But the mission itself cannot change, lest you lose your identity. Well, let's look at both country and Catholic Church and see how mission creep has become much more than just creep. It's now a full-on sprint, a sprint to get away from the original missions so fast that each has become almost unrecognizable. In the country, the very foundation of what makes a free nation is a free and fair election. That's now gone, short of some spectacular turnaround in the courts or the Supreme Court, affecting the votes and fake decisions in multiple states. Without that, it's over. It could still happen. That's why the suits must go forward. It will either be a resurrection from the dead or the final nail in the coffin of the Republic. But it will be one or the other. There no longer exists a middle ground, and in truth, there really didn't ever exist a middle ground. Weak men made up the notion of a middle ground because they didn't have the stomach to fight, especially when it would bring an end to their comfortable lives. So again, barring a SCOTUS intervention, fair elections in America are gone. They're off the table and then likely never to return. And not to race to the end of the story here, but spoiler alert, that means the end of the nation as it is currently constituted. What happens next is anyone's guess and depends on a few things. Again, the Supreme Court, the US Senate runoff elections in Georgia, which have completely zero credibility given how the presidential election was handled in that state. Conveniently, Georgia is the single state in the country where every single county uses the corrupt dominion voting systems, which is how the fraudulent election was partially achieved. The old adage applies here. If they got away with it once, why not do it again? Which raises the all-important critical question, how did they get away with it, at least up to this point? I'm going to leave that question hanging there for a moment and switch now to the church, specifically the hierarchy. And let's just lay it out there and say what it is. The church hierarchy has devolved into an international crime syndicate, period. The teachings of the Catholic Church are still correct, of course, and protected by the Holy Spirit. Those they can never touch. They are protected especially from these communists and cowards. But as for the integrity of the men who are bishops, individually and collectively, they have none. They are walking disgraces. They long ago abandoned the mission of the church and converted the church into a shop, a corporation where they are exempt from all accountability and destroy that which, over, which they have authority over. Does all this sound familiar? Weak men, selfish men, self-centered men abandoning the mission for the sake of their own personal benefit. Mitt Romney would make a great Catholic bishop. He checks all the boxes. Heck, in truth, he probably believes more of the faith than most of the bishops do. Likewise, Cupich might as well have been nominated for president by the Democratic Party. He lies and cheats and steals with the best of them and has about the same mental acuity as Biden. The truth is, with the exception of pointy hats, the Democratic Party leadership and the church leadership are virtually indistinguishable. There is no distinction in their politics, their accountability, their selfishness, their proclivity to lie and cover up all of their foul deeds. The list is interminable. Look no further than the latest cover-up by the hierarchy known as the McCarrick Report. Lies, obfuscations, finger-pointing, blaming the dead, and completely failing to come out and identify the living culprits who participated in this man's sins, Whirl, Farage, Farrell, Supage, Tobin, and so on. They all skate. They all get a pass. No consequences whatsoever for allowing the former cardinal to continue and prosper. And the reason is simple. Because they prospered in exchange for looking the other way. How is this any different in approach than we see with the deep state in D.C., in the FBI, in the DOJ? Hunter, Hillary, McCabe. Comey, Strzok, and all of them. Why aren't these people facing charges of treason, obstruction of justice, destroying evidence, and so forth? Well, the answer to both circumstances, church and government, is the same answer. Mission creep, which slowly and now picking up pace, gave way to communist creep. At first, under disguise, Socialism, which is a fancy name for communism, presents itself as helping the poor, the downtrodden, the less fortunate, giving everyone a fair shake, an equal opportunity. That sounds both very Catholic and very American on paper. But in reality, to get such laws passed and theology adopted, politicians and bishops had to be bought off, which, as it turns out, Didn't really turn out to be that hard to do. Getting a sufficient number of them, not necessarily all of them, just a sufficient number to sell out was a lot easier, apparently, than the commies at first thought. If they shut up and went along, their respective careers would advance. Their power would increase. For a good number of politicians, as well as bishops, even their sex lives would improve. Although we should make the one necessary distinction here, among politicians, it was mostly heterosexual. Among the bishops, not so much. Nonetheless, the sellout was on and the missions diverted from, all in the name, of course, of helping the poor. That was how these men rationalized their evil at first, until in the end, they didn't care and even stopped pretending to care. It became all about power, pure and simple, raw, naked power to be wielded however they desired, and no one was allowed to challenge them. Once again, even in the church, established by the Son of God and a nation dedicated to we the people, the evil elite found a way to rise to the top and crush the little man by defeating truth, at least temporarily, both in the natural order as well as the supernatural Nations come and go, and this is largely the blueprint, evil men seizing power, attacking the truth, and weak men rolling over, afraid to die. But the eternal church remains, because she is directly connected, intimately connected to her founder and groom. The evil bishops, including the cowardly ones, because their cowardice supports the evil, will each be damned. Of that you can be certain. Likewise, those politicians who have robbed individuals of the truth and the natural order, resulting in the eventual loss of life and liberty that will surely follow, they too shall be damned. Both bishops and politicians set themselves up as gods, and together they steered their respective institutions away from the original missions and embraced socialism, communism. This is why faithful Catholics look at the political disaster and feel so intensely about it, because they see the identical parallel in the church. We have a few weeks remaining yet. There are court cases to be played out, rulings which must be handed down, all of which at this point remain uncertain. Likewise, the current collapse in the church has no end in sight. In fact, a glance through social media brings up the discussion, wondering if Dominion voting machines were being used in the conclave which elected Jorge Bergoglio's Pope. What patriots and faithful Catholics each are asking themselves on the eve of this Thanksgiving is this, when will we know the final outcome of all of this, and then what do we do? In short, is this Good Friday, or is it Easter Sunday? Because sitting here today, it could still be either. Will communism achieve world domination, or is this its high-water mark? We're going to know soon enough. God love you. I'm Michael Voris.